Welcome to Supply Chain Partners TV and Podcast, where we discuss innovative solutions delivered by our expert members at Supply Chain Partners. Our expert members can help you to build a high-performing business and supply chain. I'm Dr. Sharon Grant, the founder of Supply Chain Partners. I've worked in the logistics and supply chain management field for over 20 years, and I specialize in strategic supply chain performance management. Let's now introduce our member. With us today is Rachel Budd, the Managing Director of Transolve Global. Transolve Global are freight forwarding experts who specialise in bulk cargo logistics for wine, beer, spirits, edible oils, food and beverages, lubricant oils and chemicals. They also offer a complete range of products to move bulk goods across various industries, including flexi tanks, ISO tanks, thermal liners and data loggers. Welcome, Rachel. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Sharon. Thank you for having me. Today's episode is about how to navigate the new world of shipping. Rachel, how has the COVID pandemic changed shipping and the global logistics landscape? Well, Sharon, it's uh, fair to say that only a few short years ago, uh, no one really gave much consideration to supply chains. They were there, they were in the background, there was something that everybody needed or relied upon, and it kept the global economy turning. But really, it was the silent partner that for most businesses around the world. So however, over the course of the COVID-19 pandemic and ever since, the highly disruptive supply chains have now become more apparent and businesses have quickly shifted to putting supply chains first and foremost. Throughout the pandemic, there were supply chains were forced with constant disruptions due to all the factors such as the COVID-19 shutdowns and lockdowns, the border closures, the interrupted manufacturing capacities, the unpredicted supply chain, and of course, the massively increased shipping costs. As the worst of the pandemic appears to have now passed, it was assumed by most that the shipping industry was just going to return to some sort of normal, and it would return to what it was in a pre-COVID condition. However, now we're starting to realise that that might not be the case, and that the new norm of shipping has really arrived, and we're probably going to see a situation that's ever going to be forever changing in the global logistics landscape. So what does this new norm of shipping look like now and how is this impacting the industry? Whilst we're beginning to navigate through this new norm, it's somewhat calmer, things are moving more freely, demand is softening, but things are still very, very unpredictable. An example of this today in our region, a Chinese New Year, it's generally a difficult time for Asia to get space. And of course, the rates are at the highest point that they are throughout the year. However, this Chinese New Year, we saw the rates fall lower than the pre-pandemic levels, and there was significant more capacity available in the market than there was demand. Even with the shipping lines trying to create the shortfall in capacity by adding blank sailings to the schedule. This is the very first Chinese New Year that I can recall that has had no capacity issues and, of course, no peak season surcharges. So whilst we're seeing enormous reductions in traffic on some of the world's most busiest routes, for an example, the Trans-Pacific Service, which is the China to USA, Transatlantic from Asia to Europe, many Australian export trades are still heavily congested. Australia and New Zealand to Europe, Australia and New Zealand to the USA, the Trans-Tasman, New Zealand still suffering from its major port problems that it's had since the pandemic began. So unfortunately, the new norm has meant that many individuals who expected things to return to normal are somewhat burnt out and businesses are still continuing to struggle managing their own supply chains. 
So this new norm of inconsistency is anticipated to continue with a variety of factors, including the likelihood of more widespread of COVID disruptions, whether or not that be due to COVID infections or uh, government policies, ongoing wars still having a significant impact, and of course, the rising inflation costs and the ever-changing price of fuel. And of course, now we're coming into the Northern Hemisphere winter energy demands. So yeah, things are somewhat different. Thanks, Rachel. You've identified many concerning issues for everyone involved in the shipping industry. Could you please provide some real-life client examples of how Transolve Global has been able to help your clients to navigate through this new world of shipping? Yes, of course. So we'll hear at Transolve, we're fortunate enough to work with one of Australia's largest canola oil exporters. In this particular example, the client needed to ensure the product was exported to the USA whilst they were facing many, many external challenges. One, they needed to export this product as quickly and as frequently as they possibly could for their just-in-time delivery schedule. As the USA and Canada was in a drought, they were in dire need for the client's product. There were still convoluted and disruptive supply chains as a consequence of the COVID pandemic. The extensive delays that were being experienced in the west coast of the USA, with the three main ports being Los Angeles, Oakland and Seattle, all each having 30 days delay just to get into the port to berth. And on top of that, again, as I mentioned, this was a just-in-time delivery solution for the customer. So we were delivering bulk oil directly into food manufacturing or processing plants in the USA. So therefore, collaboration communication, transparency across all parties was just extremely essential. So this is where our expertise came into play. We're able to work closely with all the stakeholders in both countries to ensure the supply chain was as fluid as possible. This allowed me and my team here at Transolve to make decisions to benefit the clients. We knew their requirements, we knew what we had to do, and they allowed us the flexibility in such demanding circumstances to do what we do best. We had to create an operation that was literally ready to load at moment's notice. We had to preload cargo wherever possible, just to ensure we just didn't miss any vessel cutoffs. At a time where the vessel cutoffs were moving 10 to 14 days and that we were getting 24 hours notice. So it was really critical to ensure that the success of this operation. Then once the containers arrived in the USA, we had to plan the deliveries of the containers from ports to the manufacturing facilities. Of course, this was extremely challenging given at one point there were over 100 vessels sitting in the San Pedro Bay waiting to berth at Long Beach Port alone. So we had to try to align vessel arrivals and manufacturing runs, which of course was near impossible. So we then applied a different approach to the just-in-time schedule. So we had to create additional supply chain functions to receive the containers from the ports to hold in depots and deliver to the end users when required. This ultimately allowed the customer to continue with their just-in-time operations, but they then had the flexibility to store and hold the containers, ensuring their oil was always on the ground ready for supply in the US to the USA market. So, Sharon, as another example, Transol works with one of the largest suppliers of mining consumables. As such, that organisation needed to ensure that their steel mill kept running throughout the pandemic and did not experience any disruptions across their entire supply chain. That went from their importing their raw materials to keep the steel mill running and of course, then once we're able to export their final goods to market. In this particular example here at Transolve, we need to facilitate the smooth and uninterrupted import of their raw materials. 
we needed to ensure that that steelmaking facility didn't experience any downtime. Otherwise, that would have cost them a million dollars a day. So for us to ensure that that did not happen, we had to go over and above. We had to look outside what was considered a normal scope for a freight forwarder. We then took a really collaborative approach with their own suppliers and the stakeholders here at the customer themselves. We had to ensure that we had a cohesive and communicative approach to ensure that everybody knew all of the issues within the supply chain and that we were always kept up to date with what was happening, whether it be at origin or here at destination at their own facility. We made it very clear to everybody of the demands and the issues that we were seeing within the global shipping environment during this time. The level of transparency, communication and coordination enabled us to proactively manage their supply chain during all the disruptions and, of course, the major fallout from the pandemic. For example, we're in constant communication with all of the overseas shippers to ensure that everything was shipped as planned. And when we did run into problems, and there were problems, from stock supply issues from the supplier's end, there were space shortages from the vessels, there was empty container supplies globally. So our collaborative approach meant that we were still on the front foot and we were able to align and respond accordingly so that we could ensure that our clients' goods were transported in a cost-effective and as timely manner as possible. So even when faced with the adverse conditions, we are always looking for solutions for our clients. Our expertise in this case enabled our customer to operate at maximum capacity and at an ongoing basis as we managed to ensure our client supply chain was uninterrupted throughout the pandemic, which was one of the most volatile times in the history of shipping. Thanks, Rachel. They're excellent examples. Today, we've touched on many concerning issues and challenges with global shipping. What would be a key lesson you have learned that could help your future clients to minimise issues in this new world of global shipping? Well, Sharon, Transolve Global, we have a unique approach that enables our clients to get the best outcome possible for their business in these inconsistent conditions. We believe not only in going over and beyond, but mainly for transparency, communication and collaboration and agility are the key aspects. This ensures that we can work with all clients and stakeholders across the supply chain to achieve the optimum outcome as possible. Therefore, clients need to tell us the overall goals as well as their detail around what they want to import or export, buy when, how much they want to transport, what their budget is, etc. This then enables us to be transparent about the routes, the timeframes, the cost, and allows them to make decisions to get the best possible outcome for them and for their own business objectives. In addition, the clients need to outline their short-term goals with us as well with regards to their shipping needs. For example, is it more... Is it better for them to inform us of their requirements around the shipping duration for a particular project or season? Not just in what we need now immediately, but also what they need in the future. This enables us to create a proactive logistics approach rather than a reactive approach to their logistics needs, which can sometimes result in a less than optimal outcome. It can add cost and there's varying degrees of ways we can move cargo around the world and certainly time and cost are key important factors to that. Thanks, Rachel. You've identified some great lessons, particularly the importance of transparency between all parties. So what approach does Transolve Global take when working with clients regarding their global shipping requirements? 
Well, um, Sharon, we get to know our clients' businesses at a holistic level as we believe the logistics is an important and vital part of their overall business strategy. It's not just about what they want and where they want to take their products. It's about where they want to take their business. So we take a simultaneous macro and a micro approach. From a macro perspective, we take into account their overreaching business goals, their target markets, and their target and current customers. From a micro perspective, we explore their current and future projects, the quantity of goods that they may want to ship, where and when they want to ship them, their budgets, and the duration of each of these tasks or projects that they may run for. This holistic approach really enables us to forward plan their logistics in a way that adds value to their business and it achieves the best possible outcomes when taking into consideration the rates that are available, the routes that are available, and of course, the company's overall goals and objectives. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Rachel, for joining us today from Transolve Global. Well, thank you, Sharon. It's been a great experience to be here and to also share my experience of the pandemic and what it has done to the global supply chain and also what we can expect in the future. We often joke around our office that logistics is in our DNA, but honestly, I really feel it is. You either understand it and you're good at it or you're not. Here at Transolve, we all believe that helping our clients ship their goods to find efficiencies, innovative ways and optimise performance across the logistics network. And that's what we're here to do. So thank you. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Thanks, Rachel. Well, that concludes today's episode about how to navigate the new world of shipping with Transolve Global. Their contact details are provided below. So join us again at Supply Chain Partners TV and Podcast, where we meet with our expert members at Supply Chain Partners to discuss key business and supply chain issues, topics and trends, including logistics, supply chain management, technology and much more. We welcome you to subscribe to this Supply Chain Partners channel and we look forward to you joining us again in a future episode.